Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. Hello again, friends, and welcome into the Gamecock Central Podcast. Basketball time with Gamecock great Joe Rett. I'm Emerson Phillips. Gamecock's coming off a 71-54 win over the Texas A&M Aggies Tuesday night at College Station. Gamecock's now 15-15 and on the year and 10-7 and in SEC play. Carolina snapped a three-game losing streak. Gamecocks made eight of ten threes in the first half, led by five at the break, and then early in the second half, a five-to-nothing Gamecock run to take a 12-point lead. Later, a 10-to-1 run to run it up to 62-45. Gamecocks, Carolina hit 13 threes in this ballgame. They made 16 against A&M back on February the 16th at the Colonial Life Arena. So the Gamecocks take two from Texas A&M and a career night for Chris Silva, Joe. Yeah, you can tell this team was playing a team that they were very confident against. Uh, we played against them earlier this year. We kind of had our way with them. And to go to College Station and play that way and come out the way they did, I mean, the game plan was kind of odd to me. They played very fast and very confident. They got out to an early start. And I say that, that they played out fast would concern me because the bench is so short. We were down to so many scholarship players. So they actually went out and played fast. I knew that through Texas A&M all. And they went out and made shots. And kudos to the senior. The senior stepped up, the sign of gravity. And uh, Chris Silva played phenomenal the other night. They got the team going and they never looked back. 22 points and 17 rebounds, a career-high 17 boards for Chris Silva. He also hit four threes in the ball game, so a great night for Silva. His 10th double-double of the season and the 25th of his career. Asani Gravit also hit four threes for the Gamecocks, 17 points and eight assists for Gravit. The eight assists, a season high, just one turnover for Asani and 15 points for the freshman Keyshawn Bryant. So, Joe, you mentioned both teams with short benches. Both of these teams played with only seven scholarship players apiece, and it was 15 points for Wendell Mitchell and 14 for Savion Flag for A&M, now 13 and 16 on the year, 6 and 11 in conference play. The Gamecocks held A&M to just 20 points in the second half, Joe. So despite the short bench and playing without outstanding freshman A.J. Lawson, Gamecocks with a big win on the road. Huge win, you're right. Playing without A.J. Lawson, one of the best players, I think the leading scorer, but they go back and forth between him and Chris Silva all year, ask who are who is the leading scorer. But hey, this team responded well. I was worried about them, you know, coming back after a tough Alabama loss. And they they played, they went out and stuck to their game plan and played extremely well. They these kids do not want this season to end. Uh we're gonna have an opportunity on Saturday against Georgia to uh, you know, solidify a spot. I think the fourth fourth place spot if they win on Saturday. So these guys don't want these these guys don't want their season to end. And as a senior you want to play as much basketball as you can because 
who knows how to, what you know what the future holds for Eastern, each of those players. With the win Tuesday night, Frank Martin becomes the only coach in Gamecock program history to win 10 or more SEC games in a single season three times. So, Joe, we've talked extensively about how much we like Frank Martin, and I know that uh, he's been criticized a little bit this year because the overall record is not what the Gamecocks want it to be. But all things considered, I think you and I agree that Frank Martin, we believe, is one of the best coaches in the country, and he's a serious asset to the Gamecock athletic department. And Carolina's fortunate to have him. Yes, again, yeah, we, we've talked about that all year. we talked about the past couple of years since he's been here. We are very fortunate to have him. As you say, t- three years in a row, 10-plus wins in SEC, that is, that is um, phenomenal. And also, I think he passed Coach Odom. I think he passed Coach Odom or tied Coach Odom for third or fourth all-time wins uh, at the University of South Carolina. So he is really doing a good job. When you think about how the season started, um, I think we were picked to be in the bottom four, if I'm not mistaken, the preseason in the SEC. And now we have a chance to be in the top four and to get a bye for next week. I think, you know, we're not where we were two years ago. Obviously, we're not. But uh, I, th- I still think with the team that we have, with all the injuries we had this year, I think we projected to – we're going in the right direction. That's all I got to say. Hard to dispute that. Uh, certainly 15-15, and 15, not what the Gamecocks had hoped for, but 10-7 and 7 in the league. You know, the, the recent three-game losing streak was devastating to the Gamecocks' NCAA tournament chances, obviously. But we're gearing up for the postseason here, and the Gamecocks still have a chance to be in it. Obviously, it looks like they're going to have to win the SEC tournament to get into the NCAA tournament, but – the Gamecocks are in position to secure that two-day bye by finishing fourth place in the SEC standings in the regular season. So that's what the Gamecocks are playing for coming up on Saturday at 1 o'clock at the Colonial Life Arena, final game of the regular season. The lowly Georgia Bulldogs coming to town for South Carolina Senior Day. The Gamecocks won at Athens 86-80 to earlier this year, about midway through the conference schedule. It'll be on the SEC Network Saturday. Dave Neal, Damian Fishback with the call for the SEC Network. Joe, a, a terrible year for Georgia. Let's face it, 11-19. and 19. Overall, they're 2-15 and 15 in the SEC. They had lost nine straight ball games, but they went to Florida and beat the Gators. Florida had won five straight going into the ball game. Georgia had lost nine in a row. And what happened? Georgia won at Florida 61-55 behind 25 points from Nicholas Claxton. So a result, you and I talked about it before we started the podcast today. Nobody saw that coming. A head scratcher, definitely a head scratcher to put him to go down the game to, uh, and put out a win like that. But uh, to tell you how tough this, this conference is, you know, you, you have to be ready every single night. You know, Georgia had some, some, some games this year where they got blown out, and they had some games where they fought very hard. You know, with new coach coming in, Tom Crean coming in his first year, new players, to, and they adjusting to a new coach. So, you have that sometime, but I'm, I'm sure that uh, this Georgia team struggling this year, but they'll definitely be back. So the Georgia win at Florida was last Saturday, and then Georgia came back in its next game and scored 39 points at home against Missouri. It was Georgia's senior night, and they got embarrassed 64-39 by the Missouri Tigers. So Georgia snapped that nine-game losing streak with a, an unlikely win at Florida, but then came back and got whipped at home by a Missouri team that's not having a great year either. So Carolina and Georgia coming up Saturday at 1 o'clock on the SEC Network. So, Joe, the Gamecocks will be favored against Georgia Saturday. It is a home game for Carolina. Senior day, final regular season home games for both Chris Silva and Hassani Gravitt. And, Joe, when we look at Gamecock basketball history, you know, I think a chance for the fans to recognize two players that have been a part 
of some very special moments for Gamecock basketball, particularly a couple of years ago when you look at the Final Four run. You know, that was the best season in the history of Gamecock basketball, and those two players were a big part of that run that year. Absolutely. When you think about that run a couple of years ago when we went to the Final Four, of course, you know, people always going to remember uh, Sanders and, and, and P.J. Dozier and Dwayne Nose. Right. They were the face of the team at that time. But, hey, um, Chris Silver had a tremendous run during that final. Stayed out of foul trouble. He, uh, they wouldn't have been able to do it without him. And, and uh, senior night, it's always a special night. There's one of the most special nights. Being It's, a, it's an emotional night. Playing in front, of, possibly playing in front of your home, in front of your family, friends for the last time in the University of South Carolina is going to be an emotional night. So I expect some, some, some emotions, and and I hope everybody really appreciate what Chris Silva and Sonic Grab, especially Chris Silva. He he's been through so much. He's, we saw the maturation of his game from his freshman year on to his senior year. So he's been a, a fun guy to watch. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of highlights throughout the years. But I, I give this guy a lot of credit. He's been a all time great to me as Incock. No doubt about that. Boy, I'll never forget the night the Gamecocks beat Duke in that NCAA tournament, and Chris Silva gave Duke big men all they could handle. Duke could not handle Chris Silva that night, and that was a big part of the reason that the Gamecocks beat Duke and ended up going on to the Final Four. Obviously, like you said, Thornwell, Dozier noticed the players that people will remember most, but Silva was a big part of that team as well, as was Asani Gravitt. So a chance for Gamecock fans to pay their respects to these two seniors coming up Saturday at 1 o'clock at the CLA against the Georgia Bulldogs and Carolina trying to get into the postseason, Joe. So let's talk about that for a moment. At 15-15, and 15, if the Gamecocks can beat Georgia at home, they wrap up the regular year 16-15. and 15, They're 11-7 and seven in conference play. And, you know, a fourth-place finish in the league. We've talked all season about how the SEC is strong this year, but – you know, in the grand scheme of things, Joe, it looks like the SEC is pretty top-heavy. I don't know how good the middle of this league is, but certainly the SEC is going to get at least eight teams in the NCAA tournament. It was, which is kind of crazy. They'll have eight teams, and, and they'll go by not by the SEC record, but by the overall record. Hey, we are paying for some losses that we had early in the year, so it is what it is. But um, hopefully we can get an NIT bid if we win on Saturday and uh, hopefully get a win or two in the, in the SEC tournament, you know, the, which – We'll be off until, uh, I think, Friday, so which would be good. We, you know, it'll be a tough route for us to try to win the SEC championship, but if you only got three games, I think it, it is possible. Anything can happen. That's why you play the game. Anything can happen, but for us to not win on Saturday and have to take the long road to try to win the SEC to get in the NCAA, that would be very tough, especially with the short bench that we have. Yeah, you got to figure that the Gamecocks are going to have to beat two of the three teams ahead of them in the SEC standings right now, Tennessee, Kentucky, LSU. LSU under some scrutiny right now with the revelation that Will Wade yeah. is caught up in this FBI probe. So don't know how much of a distraction, if any, that will be for LSU. They've been kind of dealing with this all year, so we don't know if that will be a factor. But the key thing right now, Joe, is for the Gamecocks to beat Georgia, and they're going to have to win that first-round tournament game, which will be Friday if the Gamecocks beat Georgia. They'll get the two-day bye at the conference tournament. They're going to have to win their first game in the SEC tournament. That would put them two games over 500. And then if they were to lose in the semis, they would still be a game over 500 for the season. So you have to finish over 500 to be in the NIT now. And that's got to be the goal for the Gamecocks, Joe. You beat Georgia, you go to the SEC tournament knowing that you can win that first game and guarantee yourself a winning season. Even though it's not a great year, a trip to the NIT would be better than nothing at this point. Certainly that would be the challenge for this team. Um, they were challenged the other day to go out of Texas A&M to try to win that game on the road, which was the big win, which was the, the first step of us 
getting to this point where we are now to play against Georgia and to be able to win that game on, on Saturday. So, you know, each, each game is, is the most important one. It's probably one of the most important games of, of the year right now for us when we think about postseason play. So, um, Georgia, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and these guys are going to be very emotional. The scenes, I hope they don't come out too high because of uh, the emotion of playing your last, possibly playing your last game at home. But, you know, we want to continue the postseason. The challenge for them now is to go out and play as well as they played against Texas A&M on the road. And they come back home, give us a good showing on Saturday against Georgia, and, and we, we will see, you know, how we do from there. And we go to the SEC tournament and get that win. And postseason play is always important. Uh, for especially for a young team like that, you got a hungry guys like Chris Silva and, and, and Hassan Gravit out there that's going to do what they need to do, and it'll be a good chance for this young these young guys, this young backcourt. When you talking about Keyshawn Bryant and AJ Lawson, for them to get some more experience, get some postseason experience under their belt, so that they can prepare for the next following years. The availability of freshman AJ Lawson will be a big story going into the remainder of the season for South Carolina Joe. We haven't heard more about his injury, and you think they're going to hold him out Saturday against Georgia in hopes that he'll be ready to play. If the Gamecocks can beat Georgia, it would be next Friday at the SEC tournament in Nashville. That's my thoughts. But I think they would hold him out. Uh, it was a pretty major, pretty severe sprain on his, on his ankle, but he's a young guy. He bounced back. I'm quite sure those guys are giving him all the treatment that he needs to, you know, come back as soon as possible. But my first thoughts is to. Uh, try to hold him out this Saturday and get him ready for the SEC, which give him a little bit more time to rehab that ankle and get ready for SEC, the first round of SEC. So I think if these guys do what they need to do on Saturday, uh, play like they played against the other day, when which they are capable of, uh, give this guy some more rest, they'll be fine. Joe, the two losses that we talked about all season as being bad losses for Carolina, early in the year against Stony Brook at home, Stony Brook finished in second behind Vermont in the – American East Conference, and Wofford beat the Gamecocks by 20 in Columbia. Wofford is ranked 22nd in the country, and they went unbeaten in Southern Conference play. Wofford is 26-4. and They've won 16 straight ball games. Their four losses this year are coming at 17th-ranked Mississippi State. They lost to 8th-ranked North Carolina. They lost at Oklahoma, and they lost to Kansas on the road, and Kansas was ranked second mm. in the country at that time. So, Wofford's going to get in the tournament, Joe. Wofford's going to get in the tournament, I will predict it right now. Wofford's going to – they may go to the second weekend. This is a – Wofford team is, is full of veterans, full of um, juniors and seniors on their team, and they're very good. They've been playing with each other for a long time, and this is a scary team. I think depending on, depending on where they would see them, but I think they can get out that first weekend and get it to the Sweet 16. I really believe that because this is good. This is a really – people underestimate how good that Wofford team is because they beat Carolina, but that is a really, really good team that's been playing well together for many years that are shooting the lights out the ball right now. and They can beat anybody on any given day. All right, pretty simple for the Gamecocks right now. Got to beat Georgia at Senior Day, Saturday at the CLA and then they're going to have to win at least one game in the SEC tournament. But really the goal, Joe, is going to be to win the SEC tournament and get in the NCAA March Madness. But if that doesn't happen, Carolina can still get in the NIT. And if that's where the Gamecocks end up, the goal will be to win the NIT, which the Gamecocks have done twice before. They've done it twice under Dave Oldham. They sure have, back-to-back uh, those, those years. And, uh, again, it's good. It's good. it will be a good experience for this team. Um, of course, the ultimate goal is to get to the NCAA uh, especially, you know, for us the fans, we would love to see that because we enjoyed the run that we had a couple of years ago. But uh, realistically, it's going to be a tough ride. It's going to be tough. 
But um, anything can happen. We go out there and, you know, we play with a lot of confidence right now. Uh, after that Alabama loss, so we played well against Texas and we played well against Georgia. We would be going into the tournament with a lot of confidence in the SEC tournament. So um, there's some tough teams out there, whoever we, we match up with. But everything's going to go through Kentucky, LSU, and Tennessee as predicted. But uh, those teams, you know, they can be beat. You know, uh, I think the tournament is in Nashville. It's going to be, of course, uh, a lot of blue. I mean, they always travel well, meaning talking about Kentucky. But by being in Nashville, I'm quite sure there's going to be a lot of Tennessee fans there as well. All right, good stuff today. Thank you, Joe. Let's come back next week. We'll recap the regular season. We'll talk about this Georgia game, and we'll preview the SEC tournament. Thank you, my man. Thank you. That's Gamecock great Joe Rett, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is the Gamecock Central Podcast. SEC tournament preview coming up next week. Join us then. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep, in-store or online at mattressfirm.com today.